0: hey what's going on so today I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind and this is something that I have wavered between different perspectives on over the past few years definitely over the past seven years Um, because like most people who discover things like RSD or personal development we get into it and we love the content because It's so entertaining and it's so sometimes politically incorrect that we fall in love with it and we want to do the same. We want to put ourselves out there, be more polarizing because oftentimes we grow up with this people pleaser sort of mentality because that's the place that I came from is I was a bit of a doormat. I let people take advantage of me. That's how I felt about it. Um, I was more of a ple- people pleaser, um, and we think of ourselves more as the friend zone type of guys. And so, when we come across something like RST's content, it's amazing because it opens our minds to this whole new possibility or reality of communicating. Because we see it as we can actually speak our minds, and we can actually. Be politically correct, be politically incorrect, and be polarizing, and it feels liberating. Now, what I also want to talk about is when that can go too far. Because there came to a point where, for me, I got to the point where I was literally speaking my mind about everything, I was not filtering myself at all, and I was just an open book and I would just talk about anything right and I would do so without any regard for other people and what I've learned over the past few years ever since I've got more into business but also I did this boot camp with Derek a few years ago as well and we talked about this it's the value of your reputation Because I remember seeing Julian when he was going through the whole thing with what he was going through and he went on CNN and all that. I remember feeling like I didn't really understand why he was doing what he was doing. I was the kind of guy who was thinking to himself, this is Julian. He should go on, be polarizing, hold his frame. He's going to show the reporter Right, That's what I was thinking was supposed to happen, so I didn't really understand why he apologized and did all that, but over the past few years I began to understand it more, and I think this is an important message, especially if you continue to come at this with the mindset of, I need to be always politically incorrect, I need to always be polarizing, there is so much value in being tactful as well because especially if you want to build up your life and especially if you want to build long-term relationships with important people the value of your word and their ability to trust in you is super super important the discipline that you have to basically keep your word to someone and also anytime they have a conversation with you there's a trust So when I was speaking with Derek about this, right, I was at a point in my life where I was very politically incorrect, I would just speak my mind about everything, I had no filter, and I also was doing things that were not traditional at all, right? I was living a very non-traditional lifestyle, let's put it that way. And he was telling me there is a lot of value in your reputation how you're known to people is very important and for some reason this was like a completely new paradigm for me especially coming from Derek because people know Derek as someone who's very politically incorrect he's willing to to put out arguments that are contrary to popular opinion and he speaks his mind at the same time He's also a very good communicator. He's also a very good communicator and he's able to maintain relationships with high level people. And in order to do so, you have to have some degree of emotional intelligence. It can't just be this no holds bar, I'm gonna be politically incorrect and polarizing 100% of the time. You just can't trust someone like that, especially when it comes to business especially when it comes to building long-term relationships so the message that I wanted to talk about today is the other side of things because oftentimes when we get into this personal development stuff we become so obsessed with speaking our minds and being polarizing and being politically incorrect that we don't consider the value of emotional intelligence and tact and what we can say and what we can't say at certain times so I I see this as a defining point in my channel personally, because I have a decision to make. I have some things that could get a lot of views and subscribers, but I also have to consider what do I want my reputation to be? So the reason why I want to take you through my thought process here is because I think it can give value to you too, because I was in a very similar position to you most likely. Right? I had gone through all of that RSD stuff. I had been a coach for a while and I was at a stage where I felt like I was really getting to the pinnacle of my personal development in terms of just speaking my mind and being outspoken, being more gregarious, being more extroverted. But in actuality, I had a lot more to go and I didn't realize it. And there's another whole journey where beyond just getting past that stage of being politically correct and holding your frame there is a journey of learning emotional intelligence and becoming a great communicator and that's a totally separate thing so that's what i encourage you to look into too and i that i do put a lot of content out there about this is how do you be how do you balance these two how do you be politically incorrect and be outspoken about your ideas because it is important to be able to communicate your ideas authentically too. You wanna be able to be honest and express your opinions about things. At the same time, you don't wanna necessarily ruin any relationships that you do have. Because over time, you make deposits into your relationship equity, right? You're building relationships with people and there's a trust there. And that trust can be broken in an instant. So what I've learned is a couple of things. So number one is, and I've talked about this in an earlier video, but you wanna be hard on the problem, but easy on the people. Meaning that yes, you can speak your mind, but also be careful to be mindful of your relationships. Are you making the people that you know personally look bad? that's where there needs to be some care and attention and yes you can challenge ideas but also be respectful to other people especially if they don't have a chance or opportunity to make a case for themselves so that's the first thing is really to be respectful of the relationships that you do have and also another thing that I've learned is a principle that I've learned from my business mentor where he talks about posturing and this is something that he learned from Tony Robbins who he worked for Tony Robbins for over a decade and was an extremely skilled communicator was a top salesperson for Tony Robbins of all time and he is just a master at communication and so something I've learned from him Is this idea of posturing and basically what that means well it's basically an idea or a concept that the most successful communicators in the world have used to be able to have charisma and persuasion that extends beyond the average person right so sometimes we wonder why why was Gandhi why was Mother Teresa why was Nelson Mandela, why is Owen, why is Derek, why are they such amazing communicators? It's because actually, when sometimes you break down the communication, they incorporate this idea of posturing into their communication. Basically what it is, is you have three forms of postures: You have superior, inferior, and equal. So, equal is where we spend most of our time. It's just friend to friend. Um, It's just how you usually communicate with someone. Like, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? That sort of thing, right? Then you have superior, which is talking down to someone. Like, you need to do this, you must do this, you have to do this, that's superior. And then you have inferior, which means that you're edifying the person you're speaking with. You're saying things like what you're doing is amazing. You are, you're doing great, right? You're, you're giving encouragement, words of encouragement. So the key is to be able to balance the postures. And you notice when Derek or Owen communicate or when you look at some of the great communicators throughout history, they're very good at posturing or Gary Vee or Tony Robbins these guys too where sometimes we think that these guys are always talking down to us but in actuality they balance a lot of the inferior posture as well or the equal posture as well where they just talk to you person to person there are some people like Derek for example who they're very polarizing up front in order to screen and qualify for the people that he wants to speak with as clients. At the same time, when you become one of his clients, he's one of the most caring people that you can know. He has he has your back. And it's a matter of balancing these postures. So for example, you don't necessarily want to just say, here's an example that my business mentor gave, he said, You don't necessarily want to say you're bad at this, right? Johnny, you're not good at this. You want to say something like Johnny, you're amazing, but this behavior is not like you. This behavior is not like you. I know that you could do better than this, right? So you're, this is incorporating both concepts of being hard on the problem and easy on the people, but also the idea of posturing, which is Yes, you are talking down to them, but you're also edifying them through the balance of communication. So the reason I bring this up is because I want to start transitioning guys away from just doing the hardcore, politically incorrect, polarizing sort of communication. Because actually what happens is that you are oftentimes breaking trust with people, especially with high-status people, because someone with status, and when I say status, maybe I should define that more closely, is, you know, let's say a successful business owner or, you know, a successful entrepreneur. I've had um, high-status clients, you could say, in the past, and it's very important to be able to maintain that relationship and to, for them to know that they can trust you, for them to know that you're not just going to talk badly beh- about them behind their back. Um, for them to know that you're a good communicator, that you are a master of your emotions, that you're able to handle high-pressure situations. And the way that you demonstrate that is through your communication and to demonstrate your mastery of these principles. So instead of just going out there and learning these quote-unquote skills of pickup or things like that, I believe it's more important to learn skills of communication and emotional intelligence because now this is going to be more relatable for high status people and also um, for women as well because especially for myself, you know, I've had the privilege or the opportunity basically to, to work mostly with women, especially for the past few years. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but most of the companies or agencies that I've worked with recently have been primarily composed of, of female teams, which is amazing because what I've noticed is that women tend to be very good when it comes to communication, when it comes to organization, and when it comes to reliability, right? And those are things that I respect, and I've actually found that sometimes I'm, i I thrive more in that sort of environment than a very masculine let's just let's just do this and let's you know I, I thrive in in different environments right I've learned a lot about uh, working with mostly women as well because one of the biggest things I have learned is how to just become a better communicator especially with clients and I believe that bridging the gap between where you are now, which is most likely where I once was, to becoming a better communicator is not only gonna help you with your dating life, it's also going to help you when it comes to business and getting things that you want in life. It actually helps you become a better negotiator. Because people think that negotiation, you have to be hardcore, you have to use force. But in actuality, most of the time, it's about finding a win-win situation and allowing the other person to feel like they have the ability to make an empowered decision and come to their own conclusion. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is just simply these concepts to get you thinking about am I just blindly applying some of these concepts of political incorrectness and polarization kind of like what I did a few years ago and that actually cost me a few of my biggest clients And where are you in terms of your emotional intelligence and your ability to communicate? Because emotional intelligence is also identifying your emotional state and how you feel. How's your vocabulary around your emotions? Do you ever talk about your feelings? And I know that sounds very, very feminine. And for some guys watching this, you might feel like that sounds, this is not something I'm interested in at all but i do invite you to consider these things because i was most likely once where you were where you are now and what i found is that this has given me more long-term rewards and outcomes than the way i was operating before and yes it is a matter of preferences yes you could just be politically incorrect your entire life if you really wanted to but the question is is that better for you because ultimately What I want is what's best for you. And maybe it, you know, you would prefer to live life that way. But what I'm saying is you're also going to close doors and opportunities that would have been open to you had you been a better communicator or emotionally more intelligent. And sometimes that requires being politically correct. It's a matter of balancing as not just all in on one thing and just ignoring the rest it's about empathy, understanding what other people are coming from because yes, we do see political some for some reason we tend to put political incorrectness on a pedestal these days. But in actuality, you're you're actually doing what most people are doing. Right? We think that we're standing out by being politically incorrect, but a lot of times we're kind of falling in line with what the other people are doing. But it's beyond that. It's just I found that for myself, I've gotten more returns from being tactful and being emotionally intelligent. So that's pretty much all I have to say for today. But hopefully this is helpful. And this gives you something to think about. And we'll talk soon.